Hi everyone, Tiffany here with a super quick note that this podcast was recorded as part of a previous bundle season. That means that the dates that you're about to hear for the bundle, well, they're no longer correct. If you're interested in seeing what the dates are for this year's sale, please visit thebellydancebundle.com. There you'll find all the up-to-date information on our upcoming bundle. While the dates may be wrong and the class mentioned here isn't available through us any longer, many of our guests still have their courses available for purchase individually, so please do feel free to click through to their offerings and take a look. You're going to want to check it out after hearing how brilliant they are. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Yalla Rocks. I'm Tiffany, your host, in case you're new to the show. We've been doing these bundle episodes now for a little over a week, and I have to say that they have been phenomenal. As much fun as you guys are having listening to this, I'm having way more fun recording them. (laughs) One of the things I love about recording these episodes throughout the bundle and diving deeper on everyone's courses is the connections that start to form. Like, for example, today we're going to be talking with Rania Renee about her Breathwork for Belly Dancers course that's included in this year's bundle. It's actually launching in this year's bundle, which is really exciting. And if you like some of the other episodes we've had, like Rosa's Delicious Pauses course or Alia's Takasim Tuesdays or Shahrazad's Tarab choreography, then this course is going to fit in perfectly. The connections are everywhere. At first glance, right, it may seem like the bundle is a little haphazard, but as you start to dive in, those connections will lead you from class to class in such a way as to be an amazing, complete practice, focusing on iterations of ideas and really working some core concepts into your body and into your dance practice. Seriously, can I tell you how much I love this bundle? And it's on sale one week from today, starting October 21st. So let's pass some of the time in excellent conversation, shall we? And just a quick note for today's episode, if you have little ones around or cursing offends you, there is one or two times towards the end of this podcast where we do curse. So please make sure you have your headphones on or you find a time to listen to this where little ones are not around. Hello, dancers, and welcome to Yala Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. Today, we're here with Rania Renee. Welcome back to the podcast and back to another bundle, Rania. Thank you, Tiffany. It's a pleasure to be back. So this year in the bundle, we're going to dive straight in. You are putting in an introduction to breath work for belly dancers. Now, breath work is something that you're, you're very well known for. Can you talk about kind of how you started working on breath work within the dance space and and how it's evolved over, I mean, we were just talking, it's been almost 25 years. Yes. That you've been doing this. Yeah. It's actually next year will be 25 years. So um, I thought this is a good opportunity for me to put together something online. That's like a basic introduction to it. And this is a method that 
you know, I think a lot of people that I've trained even have been teaching in various forums to their students and applying in their own performances. And I started working on it in 1996. And what triggered me to work on it, I had, um, I had a private lesson at the Mendocino camp where I'm sure a lot of people have gone to the Middle Eastern music and dance camp there. And um, I had a private lesson with Shireen El Safi, who's a dancer in California. And she's, she's a really great teacher for like, really deep approach to the body in Egyptian dance. And I, I was so appreciative of her methods of sort of explaining the physicality of it. I was able to apply some techniques to my own dance to kind of make it more Egyptian. And one of them actually was working with the breathing. And actually it turns out that she got this from Ibrahim Farah, who Bobby Farah, who was one of my early teachers to focus on breathing into your back. And, you know, a lot of people don't think about breathing into the back. Um, but that's actually how it started for me. And I was so, uh, committed to getting the Egyptian style posture right, that I really worked on ways that I could use my breathing to connect to the muscles in my back. And so that's how the method started. But then what I realized is the more I worked on breathing in my performances, um, because I, I was dancing in a lot of nightclubs at that time, not always for like receptive audiences. Sometimes it was for people who were, you know, eating or focused on other things. And I, and I felt sometimes a lack of connection with the audience and I would come on like gangbusters with my veil. And I would be like, why, why isn't anybody connecting with me? And um, as I started to apply the breath work for myself, what I noticed is it, it started garnering much more attention from the audience. And so then I started really creating it as, as more of a method. And I, I started this in, in 1996, like to just, you know, throughout that fall, I started working on all ways of how could I apply the breathing to the dance and then what, what were the effects? And so I shaped it into a five-part method. I gave a talk on it at this big conference in California in 2001, which feels like such a long time ago. <laughs> it really does. And, uh, but that's how I started developing it. And it, it actually, it, it really changed, I think, my career and probably a lot of people's careers in how to use your breathing as a tool for yourself in your own dancing, your own practice, the flow of your movements, your connection to the music and connection to yourself and comforting yourself, being comfortable with yourself, building your confidence and also connecting with the audience. So is this something you would say then is good for both? I mean, it sounds like something that students, teachers, performers, professionals, like anybody at any level of their dance journeys is, can really benefit from turning inward and focusing on that breath as they dance. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's important, I think, for beginners up to, you know, professionals and, and teachers too, because a lot of times students breathe the way their teacher breathes. And if the teacher is not incorporating it into their own breathing, you may notice even that you're, you're accidentally picking up those 
habits from your teacher who's not breathing well and that you're not breathing well. And I've actually seen this even, I've seen this even with people doing other people's choreographies when like the teacher who taught them the choreography didn't breathe very well. And then you could see it like that somebody doing their own choreography would breathe even better than from, you know, the choreography from that teacher. I'm not going to mention names, but, but basically like it's something that is so unconscious that a lot of people really absorb it without even thinking about it or do it without even thinking about it because breathing is something you could do either consciously or unconsciously. Uh, so I, I incorporate breathing from the beginning, even when I'm teaching beginners, because when you start to breathe well with your movements, you know, your body needs oxygen and you want to like feel relaxed, especially you want to look relaxed, especially when you're learning something new. But even people with more experience, you want to make sure that you're breathing and like the comfort level as it shows on your face is there. Even if your technique is really advanced, you might not have a relaxed face. And as you, you know, as you're performing, uh, maybe trying to make a name for yourself, it becomes even more important to have those be integrated. But I start with beginners. And I know there's some people out there uh, who even prominent teachers who teach breathing but don't teach it till later on and it's hard it's harder to incorporate later on so um when i started teaching online this was like the priority for me to get my breathwork method down on video um into a course uh because i thought you know this is actually the most important contribution that i can make to belly dancing more important than my studies in Arabic music or more important than my study, my, you know, my technique breakdowns. This to me is the most important thing that I offer. And um, so I made a course of it, which I have available, you know, on my website, but it's like a 13 hour course and it really goes into a lot of depth. Uh, so this will be an introduction, you know, so that people can kind of get started with this stuff uh, quickly. And, and start putting it into practice right away because it's simple, but it, it can bring up a lot of stuff. So, you know, you, if you can get a bite-sized chunk of it, then you really can start to apply it. I'm so honored that you, like something that you feel is, you know, your like lasting legacy to the belly dance community, something that's so important that you've put together and like that it's going to be part of the bundle. Like I'm so honored that, <laughs> that you've agreed to come on and, and, and do it with us this year. I love things that are, like you were saying, it's, it's simple, but it, it brings up more things. It's breathing is something you don't think about, right? Most of the time, mm -hmm. like, unless, unless you are consciously like in a yoga class or in, you know, a dance class where the teacher does focus on breathing or you're meditating or something. A lot of times breathing is something that just gets left to the wayside. And so using it as a tool in your dance, I, I really love the idea of, because you just, you do, you make that stressed out face when you're learning something, you know, you <laughs> like, that's something that I think is ubiquitous to all dancers at some point. I used to get headaches when I, in, when I was taking my, you know, early belly dancing classes and I really, I was really serious. I really wanted to get it, but I would get frustrated and, and I wasn't like a natural, natural, I would say when I started and, and, you know, in terms of learning choreography Mm -hmm. So I used to get headaches because I wouldn't breathe enough. And 
yeah, that doesn't feel good or look good. (laughs) And you want to make it feel good in your body. And if you can breathe easily and you can Mm -hmm. breathe on purpose, like that, that takes you so much farther into that space of joy and happiness and enjoying what you're doing versus being like stressed the fuck out because you can't do the thing. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I agree with you. And, and, and I think sometimes people feel like, uh, oh, I just want to get this combination and then I'll breathe after. Or like, oh, I just want to get this move, then I'll breathe. And they may even notice that they're holding their breath. And I think like anybody who's listening to this right now, like be honest with yourself. Do you, th- do you hold your breath like ever? Uh, in your dancing, um, because there's there's that there's that element of holding your breath where you're actually really like restricting your breath. But then there's also just kind of unconscious breathing where maybe you are breathing, but you're not breathing in such a way that it magnifies and amplifies the beauty of your dance and your personality. So then it the method that I have created goes from just the focus on your own self and getting enough air out to the audience. So it's, it's a progression um, where, where you are able to work on your own body and your connection to yourself and your technique through your muscles and your posture and everything through the dance and then, and to the music um, and then how you connect with, with other people. It might be like other students in your class it might be troop mates it might be a dance partner and it might be an audience it might be yourself in the mirror oh, i like the idea of connecting to yourself in the mirror like it's not just a thing that exists separate from you like it is a connection that you're making there i think that's a really that's a really important part of the picture because um a lot of times people can be people especially people who really care about the dance or like really serious about getting it and i think probably you know people that would be listening to this podcast they care about getting this you know they're spending Um, their free time with us i would hope absolutely and and getting the bundle because they want to you know they really want to up their game they they're serious about it and so this was the case with me and i think it's probably the case with others too I would look in the mirror with such a critical eye that it's like my face was being critical in a way on what my body was doing. And so when you actually apply breathing with yourself into the mirror and kind of treating yourself in the mirror like like a, a friendly dance partner, which actually just getting through that, maybe if you're really self-critical, that can be actually kind of tough. But if you can make it through that stage, your whole relationship with yourself will change and um, for the better, you know. And then really, like, we are our audience. We are, you know, we may be our own worst critic. We may be our own worst audience. We may also be our own best audience. And if you're able to make that connection with yourself in the mirror facilitated by that connection to your breathing to yourself in the mirror you're breathing from yourself and to yourself then you create the, uh, this partnership and it's really it's really powerful and it prepares you to look the audience in the eye too i never thought of the fact that 
when you're being critical of what you're doing in your dance and you're looking at yourself in the mirror that you're kind of giving yourself that critical face. It's like someone's there judging you all the time, no matter what. Right. And like taking that and, and turning it into this partnership, turning it into self-compassion. Yeah. Is, I think that's very powerful. I think that's a very powerful idea. And, and you're not separating yourself from your dance. You're actually integrating yourself in the dance. And, and that's the breathing really has this way of integrating. And I mean, it, that's why it's used with meditative practices too. Um, because it, it gives yourself a single point of focus. It brings everything together as opposed to having a kind of divided self where you like the critic who wants to make sure the dance moves are correct or, you know, done well versus like just, you know, who you are as somebody who loves to dance or is, is just experiencing the joy of movement, that if you have a separated personality with that, like if you're trying to be the critic and the joyful one at the same time, it just, it often doesn't work. But, you know, not to say that you need to let go of your own high standards. This is just, the breath work is a technique that will allow you to keep those standards, but to integrate it and to build that bridge, like, you know, to, to link the parts of yourself and then also to link yourself to the audience um, for people who care about performance. But it's useful even if you're not per a performer. Like you know, I've coached people who are not performers and they still find a lot of benefit in using their breathing just to connect with themselves, even for, for fun, for social dancing or um, for exercise. Absolutely. So you, you mentioned, you, you kind of touched on this, that your framework here, the, the method that you've created with the breath work has these different parts. Can you break down like the different, you know, you have five different um, portions yeah. that you kind of go into with your breath work. Can you, can you break those down a little bit for us so we can see how it really does apply to like all of these different parts of your dance? Yeah. Um, so, the, so this is, uh, these are the five parts that I've been working with for the past, uh, I guess 20 years, <laughs> more than 20 years, really. But um, the the paper that I presented in uh, 2001, which um, which I will share with people um, as part of the belly dance bundle, part of this course, uh, I only focused on the four aspects that I felt, I guess that I felt the most connected to in a way. But um, but the very first one was not in the paper, and it's it's about connecting to yourself. So using your breathing in a way that you might use it in meditation to connect to yourself, to center yourself, to ground yourself. But actually I used this before I went on stage. Um, and I still do actually. It's the one thing that I always do, you know, even if I have to run out on stage for a show to just take 30 seconds to connect with myself and my breath. And also, um, you know, just to kind of, uh, there, there's parts of that that there's more kind of more advanced exercises that you can do with that but I'll be focusing focusing on the basics for the the bundle purposes um, or what I'm going to be putting together for the bundle um, but connecting to yourself using your breathing to just check in with yourself and to reach a place of almost neutral before you go out and perform so that then 
the connection to the audience, the, 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 um, and, and when I say perform, I mean performance, but I also mean just doing the dance, practicing even, because it's really like, if you, if you can kind of center yourself as you do it, you're going to have a more rich experience. Mm -hmm. Um, shaping the body is the second part. And this was actually how I got into the method, which is about, you know, working with your posture, working with energy centers in your body that, you know, for belly dancers, we, we do so much work with our core and the core is so connected to breathing. Um, even like those who do Pilates breathing uh, or, you know, who do Pilates, like there's a certain kind of breathing for Pilates. And actually that even, that was an influence in, in me creating this method too. Cause I, I did Pilates really early on. Um, but how, how can you do the movements and use breathing that actually helps consolidate and strengthen the work of your body for belly dancing. And this, these apply to um, no matter what style of belly dancing you're doing. Like obviously I've chosen to focus mostly on Egyptian style dance, but there are a lot of people who have worked with me on the breath work um, who are fusion dancers or who aren't even belly dancers, you know? So these are things that are really applicable across a lot of disciplines, but if you're creative, you can look for those ways in your body where the breath work helps shape your body. And then uh, the third part is shaping the airspace. And this has to do with like painting the space and sending your energy out farther to the edges of the room or the performance space. This is especially important these days because, you know, because of the COVID era, we are treating our own breath, our own breathing in quite a different way, I think, than we were before this all happened. Very and that, that fear that's associated with breathing. Um, but the good news is you can apply these techniques, even if you are performing or dancing in your own space, in your own safe space. So you don't have to worry about, you know, inhaling all the germs or whatever. Uh, but uh, I mean, of course, of course that, you know, part of it is we have to inhale. So there may be germs that we end up inhaling, but, um, uh, but ev even, even if you're dancing in a class that's online or in a performance that's online, you can apply this idea where the space is something that you can expand through your imagination and uh, through, you know, through working with the camera and also working with your space to make your dance bigger. So it's not just, you know, sometimes you want to really consolidate your dance and pull it right into your body. And you can do that with connecting to yourself and centering yourself with breathing. But sometimes you want to expand your presence. And so shaping the airspace and really like sending your aura out into the space is the effect is what is what you can achieve through through that that you can really change the energy of the room and whoever might be in it um breathing the music is the fourth part and i think that you know connecting with the music is really important when you're dancing and whether whether it's because you know if you're working with arabic music that you maybe you didn't grow up with it and so you have to 
learn how to connect with this music in in more of an internal way maybe than you are used to or even if you're working with music that is like really you know like some of the fusion dancers who work with popular music or or you know other kinds of music that are not from another culture but like this will help you to connect with your music you know this helps you to connect in a deeper way um, and then the fifth part is sharing the air, which is breath work for performance. And so all the, the, I think that the main, I think that the benefit of breathing is, you know, like the benefit of breathing is maybe self-evident that oxygen is something that keeps your tissues alive. Without oxygen, we're in trouble. With less oxygen, you know, that's not ideal. So any way that you can bring breathing into your dance is going to be a healthy way to dance. But then using the breathing to actually create a bridge with an audience of humans who understand what breathing is about. Not even humans, animals understand what breathing is about. Um, when I had my kitty cats, like they would sometimes like all come in or if I was coaching somebody, they would like look around the room like while they were, while, they, their attention would be really fixed because breathing is something that, that all sentient creatures use to some extent. So everybody has an understanding of breathing, even your cat and dog. And, you know, so, so it's something that's quite universal that you're tapping into something that is universal that everybody can follow. I love, I love that with these five kind of breakdowns of, of ways that you can use breath and, and do this, that, that you really have gone through so many different parts, so many different parts of the dance that people struggle with, right? Connecting with the music, connecting with the audience, connecting with yourself. Like, how do I make this move? Maybe not look bigger, but feel bigger. Like when I'm doing it, it doesn't, doesn't feel larger than life. And I'm trying to, in this particular piece, right, portray this emotion and I can't seem to get there, mm -hmm. you know, using your breath to, to help aid in all these different parts of your dance that people struggle with. And there's just this one, there's this one tool that can kind of help across the board with all the things. And, uh, you know, you bring in the online space and how even taking class online or performing online, you know, or even just filming a video for Instagram, like that is a performance. Yeah. yeah. You know, even if it's not part of some virtual Hofla, like even that is a, is a performance of a type. And so being able to be cognizant of your breath and use it to enhance all of these different things that we do all the time anyway, especially in this mm -hmm. era, I, I think is very powerful. And I am very, very excited for people to, to jump into this class and get an introduction to um, what you do with breath work and hopefully continue on with you. Um, because I know that you, like you said, you have a larger course and you also do a lot of this in your coaching. Yes. It's a big, it's a big part of my coaching. And I think like we did an online showcase in July for my bring your best coaching series and the performers did a wonderful job. And I think, you know, a lot of the audience members, mentioned that they they didn't realize that the performance was not live because it had a very live feeling but in fact everybody had recorded their pieces in advance and then we just went from one to the next um and everybody was there live for the meeting you know where we shared them but 
the the performers were really conscious about breathing with the camera and you know it there is a technique to it like it's not um uh it's not like just breathing will necessarily achieve these effects like there's actual like there are things that come up for people that i have kind of remedies for and there are things that you have to balance it because it's very powerful this energy um so i think my my goal from for this mini course is like to be able to to give people a window into how powerful this is and how much it can relax you and make you feel more in command um but then it can take you know can take a little while to master it in a way because because it might bring up stuff for you it might bring up emotional stuff um even just connecting and feeling maybe a little bit vulnerable sometimes but there are tools to get through it and i've you know, worked with a lot of people on this and even myself like things came up for me as i was developing this method that i have you know remedies for and and yeah if people want to work deeper in it there will be opportunities to do that but i feel like this is important enough you know because i don't i I, i'm tired of watching like i i wrote you know in this paper that i that i presented in 2001 you know i complained about like how sometimes the performances are not interesting enough or, or like the dancers look like they have fake smiles and they're just or, or they're not smiling at all they look grumpy you know since then we've started talking about resting bitch face <laughs> so you know if people have resting bitch face this method is a complete solution for resting bitch face and it's actually actually a lot of the people that have resting bitch face once you apply this method you become such a diva because you know you have a lot of fire and it just gives it just lets the fire out kind of but in a in a way that is not uh bitchy or angry looking so uh so it's it's pretty it's pretty powerful but basically it's like i'm i'm not really interested in watching performances either online or in person of belly dancers who are you know fake have a fake smile or who are not smiling or who look distracted because they can't keep you know their focus together or or they're because they're thinking too much or they're nervous with regards to the audience and so you feel bad for them and so this this method is actually like it's a quite a comprehensive method to addressing those issues and um it's pretty powerful and i I do hope more people will will try it because it really can it can make the difference between people enjoying your performance or not and that includes you. <laughs> right? So for listeners who are very intrigued by all this, they you know, they're very excited to jump in and start working a little bit more on breathing. Do you have an exercise that they can do? you know, maybe once this podcast is over or right now with us that they can kind of start to start to realize the power of breath. I think that a good first step is to notice how you are breathing when you're dancing. And you could also notice how you're breathing when you're not dancing. Because a lot of us, we 
we hold our breath, like maybe if you have an uncomfortable phone call to make and you realize after you're done with the phone call, like, okay, yes, I da, 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 da. okay, thanks, thanks very much. Okay, great, great, great. <sighs> and you just like breathe a sigh of relief. Like this is a real thing. You know, we can we can all kind of relate to how we manipulate our breath or how we just might forget to breathe in our regular lives. And then Watch how you are breathing with your dancing. Are you even breathing well? Are you holding your breath until the next movement? Are there some movements that you hold on? And actually there's some movements that you do need to hold your breath on for the movement to go well, but those are very brief and there are not that many of them. Um, most, of, most of the movements, it looks better if you have your breathing integrated. In belly dancing, I'm talking about regardless of the style. Uh, and it, it's, it's important for, for the flow. So notice if you're holding your breath and maybe just explore a little bit, what would it be to put the breathing with it? Now, these days we're, you know, in the, in the COVID era, we're even more sensitive to the danger of breathing deeply. But I think even before this period, even without this, there's something emotional when you allow yourself to exhale and there's something, and also inhale. Like what are you taking in and what are you, how are you letting your guard down in a way when you allow yourself to exhale? And so just doing a little like taking stock on how that, how that is going is a good first step. And then, um, we're doing this Instagram challenge, right? Where I'm going yes. to give people uh, exercises yeah, on it'll be up what today. to try. And you can, and you can, you, you can, you can try these, these exercises that I'm going to give with different kinds of breathing for like some simple movements and then just to observe the differences. And, you know, similar to what I did for last year's bundle, which was raise your stage presence and, um, and even the previous year I, I had the perceptual and cognitive factors in performance there there is like some science <laughs> behind this stuff but actually the breathwork method that i use i developed through practice and, it, and just practicing and trying it out trying it out on myself and on my students and so this is going to be a much more practical application but it takes into account kind of the the more geeky aspects and the the kind of philosophical underpinnings of how we're connecting to an audience or how we magnify our own presence and create a full stage presence while feeling confident ourselves. So the exercises that I'm going to give would just be to start applying it, applying breathing to these movements in different ways and seeing what the effects are. And as you start to see the effects, then you start to see, oh, this is actually pretty powerful stuff. And if you can apply it, uh, then it, it opens up like a whole, a whole world of power for you and connection. Awesome, Maranya. I'm so excited for people to be able to jump into this class in the bundle. For people who are listening today, you can check out um, the 
exercises that Rania is talking about on our Instagram channel at the Belly Dance Bundle. And if you're listening to us far in the future, um, that exercise will also be on the show notes page for this episode. So I'll have the link for that in the outro here. Rania, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Can you tell people where they can find more from you, where they can learn from you on the internet? Yes. Uh, if you go to gingercity.com, gingercity.com is my online platform and there's a lot of courses on there and opportunities to do coaching with me um, in, in groups or just working one-on-one. And um, I think that like the most powerful thing is honestly the group coaching, because then you see the effects of this work on your colleagues and it makes it a lot easier to, to, uh, to connect, to, to connect the benefits, to see the benefits because you start to see it on other people too. Um, but gingercity.com, I have an email list there and you can get, you know, information on breath work for performance and also just my Egyptian dance stuff and stage presence stuff. Awesome. And I have one last question for you that we are asking everyone this year um, to kind of close us out on a humorous note. Hit me, hit me. Where is the strangest place that you have ever danced? (laughs) Oh, I should. Oh my God. I mean, you know, I, I was working for a criminal in Honduras. Uh, I had a contract working for, um, somebody who turned out to be like an international criminal uh and so that that might have been the strangest place and it was it was really like a little scary but uh i guess it built character (laughs) (laughs) but so you know that might have been i don't know that might have been the strangest place but it was like um you know, it was, an, it was an Arabic club that happened to be known by, owned by somebody who was like a serious cr- criminal. But, but anyway, after he was imprisoned, I went back to the country to learn Spanish and, and had a very nice time. And I love Honduras. And so, so from that strange experience, I got, I got some benefits out of it too. <laughs> awesome. Rania, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for coming on and, and talking about breath work and how, how it's really built what you've what you've done over your career and how it can really help those of us on the other side of the microphone right work on our dance and and our performances going forward i am so excited to have you as part of this year's bundle thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for all that you do for the dance community it's it really is a lot and we appreciate you so much thank you tiffany thank you so much thanks everybody Well, I bet you're more aware of how you breathe than you have ever been while listening to a podcast. Wasn't that conversation awesome? I cannot wait to dive into this course with Rania and start to learn more about how she incorporates breath work into dance. It's going to be so interesting to pay so much more attention to something that you do literally 24 hours a day, every single day. And if you want to get this course, which is launching in this year's bundle, Well, I have good news for you because it'll be on sale in just one week. How has the time passed so quickly? 2020 felt like it was taking forever, and now here we are flying through time towards the bundle sale. 
The class list will be up later today, October 14th, so be sure to check back at the site in the next day or two to see all of the amazing goodies that you can get in this year's bundle in addition to Rania's Breathwork for Belly Dancers course. You can find the show notes for this episode at thebellydancebundle.com 44. And while you're there, don't forget to hit one of those subscribe buttons too and check out a podcasting service if you don't already use one. I'll be back tomorrow to talk dancing on a drum with Beverly. Until then, keep breathing. Keep breathing.